Welcome to Double Helix, Blueprint of Nations, Companion 1A, Washington, the Acceptable General. Greetings, podcast enthusiasts. You're ready for a bite-sized adventure with our first supplemental episode. Buckle up, because unlike my usual 30-minute ramblings, we're just diving straight right into the topic, which was sparked by your feedback. Today, we're unraveling the enigma that is George Washington's leadership on the battlefield. Was he a strategic genius or just winging it? Let's find out on this quick and engaging exploration. As the title suggests, this one is about George Washington, the general. And it should be listened to after you listen to Season 1, Episode 1. I also changed the jingle and the artwork just a little bit, just so that you don't get confused. Okay, now that we have that out of the way, let's go forward. So, was Washington really a bad general? Or was he decent or acceptable, as I said in the episode? What's up with that? Am I crazy? He did win the American Revolutionary War single-handedly, right? Well, as you can expect, it's not that simple. So, before I lose half of you, let me just explain what I mean. Washington was a great strategic leader. He was great at not overly reacting to setbacks, playing the long game, and thinking about the PR aspects and politics of war. He also had a marked advantage over his British opponents in the area of spy networks and intelligence, and that was really apparent throughout the war. However, on a tactical level, which is what determines what you do during individual engagements, the positioning of troops, and orders of battle, Washington was actually pretty terrible. And according to Dr. Adrian Harrison, who is a senior historian at Battlefield Leadership and a former assistant professor of American history, at the U.S. Military Academy, he never really got better as the war went on. In fact, during the war, Washington lost more battles than he would win. There were also a lot of tactical defeats, or draws, which he would then upsell as victories, all in an effort to keep the patriot spirits up and buoyant. For instance, early in the war, in 1776, he tried and failed to win the big set peace battle that he wanted. and. To be fair to him, that's what he had been trained to prepare for. That battle did not go well. He ended up having to escape in the middle of the night. And it was pretty much a disaster. As a tactician, Washington liked overly complicated plans. To pull them off, extreme precision would have been needed. Extreme precision was in really short supply during the Revolutionary War. This obsession with complicated tactics cost him many battles during the war. A famous incident, which I referenced in the episode, was the crossing of the Delaware. It worked out, but it almost didn't. The plan called for a multi-pronged assault across the river, in the middle of winter, at night, from different distances, and then converging on Trenton at the same time. Even with modern technology, that kind of assault would be difficult to pull off precisely. Fortunately for Washington and the Americans, when the two other prongs didn't make the crossing because of bad weather that blew in, the Hessians remained none the wiser, and although they knew of an impending American attack, they never took the warning seriously 
and were caught off guard. What Washington did know how to do, and did fantastically well, was to force the British to chase him all over the Northeast to the point that he made it extremely expensive for them to continue to wage the war. And that was ultimately one of the reasons the war was won. He also focused on the strategy of concentrating in smaller battles. This was not common at the time, and everyone wanted big set pieces like he did earlier in the war. And this also proved an important factor in wearing the British out. Another great feature of Washington, the general, was his ability to surround himself with competent leaders. He gave them a lot of leeway to argue, debate, and get their grievances out. However, once he made a decision, it was expected to be carried out without hesitation. Today's military leaders, business leaders, and really any good leader, is taught to follow a similar pattern. Allow healthy debate, but once a decision is made, gain alignment and move forward. So, again, from a win-loss ratio, General Washington was not great. However, his overall vision, leadership, and strategic eye did carry the day and allow him to drive American forces to ultimate victory. I hope you enjoy the speedy supplement. Drop your feedback and tell us what historical rabbit holes you want to tumble into next. We'll be right here, steering the conversation where you want it to go. Thanks for tuning in. Stay curious, keep exploring, and catch you on the next adventure.